0: Learn more at marines.com. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawksfield at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: Welcome to Heard at Sports Radio. Nine to shoot. Offense starts with eight. Left elbow, George with five. Cooks Wagner, left wing three. bullseye. high! Paul George gives a high five to Teron Liu as he buries it from downtown. 88-69. Clippers lead, 8.5 to go in the third. The shell, right wing three to tie it. Off the back of the that follow slam is good for Victor Rambenyama. That makes it a one-point game. 114-113 with 6.8 seconds to go. Quickly across the timeline is guarded by Porter. Hardenstein comes up to set up a screen. Quickly dribbles away from the screen. Seven seconds. Now it's Randall, left side, left, wide open for three, and knocks it down. 18, the biggest lead right now, 86-68. This Deals, the one crushed in the air, left field, Guriel back, back some more, at the track, at the wall, gone! Home run, Marcus Simeon will touch them all! And the Rangers have opened it up, it's a three-run homer, and Texas now leads it 10-0. Uh, even the, some, some of the young men didn't know that if, if they start high-fiving and then that ref threw a flag, you know, that, that w- the offense would have the ball 15 yards from the spot of where he threw it. You know, so we got, we got lucky. But you want to use those moments to, uh, to continue to educate and teach so those guys know. And so that way when, when they uh, get in that position again, the, they'll, they'll act differently. But it's fun, it's fun to see them make plays. We just want to do it the right way.
1: High five to Andrew Rogers as we start the show <laughs> off on a Wednesday here. You know, honestly, I was the most impressed by the fact that they were just able to execute a high five while sprinting at full speed.
0: I thought so, too. I thought, wow, they're, they're having a lot of fun out there.
1: Yeah, and, and just the fact that, I mean, I know we've all had that moment where we just totally biff on a high five. That one, although, was pretty good for us. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah, because
0: normally you'd, like, yeah. double swipe And on a, a, on a I sprint. went lefty there, so uh-huh. I was pretty happy
1: with how that went. But, yeah, if you're in a dead sprint, I, I'm just impressed with their level of coordination to be able to execute that. i mean, I I would be, if I was Tony White, I'd be like, yeah, that's the kind of athletes we have. They can high five going full speed. Is that something that often gets penalized? I well, so I haven't seen it happen very often, so I don't know if it gets penalized or not. To be fair, mm-hmm. because when he said that, I was like, oh, I mean, that's a fair point. If it does get penalized, that really that messes cause, things up, right? Because now you're at the
0: 35 instead of the instead of a touchdown, zone.
1: right? Yeah, and so, but I didn't know if it was one of those things where. They bring up kind of a fake consequence that actually would be legitimate, or if it was, hey, I've seen this penalized before. You can't do that, right? Because screw I, over. I looked at office.
0: that and I thought, wow. Like, when was the last time? When was the last time Nebraska was having this much fun on the football field? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like that's what I first thought. Yeah. Not the. I know it bothers a coach because mm-hmm. you don't ever want to show up an opponent. And I don't think that's what they were doing. And I don't think yeah. so either. I think it was just like, dude, can you believe it? You like know, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> like, I can't believe we just did that. You know, it's it's really similar, I think. How to- How is that any different of like, you know, giving them like the rounding third as you're running yeah. with them? Like, it, it, it goes into a, a – a category of excessive celebration, would it not? It would if they f- threw the flag. I just don't know
1: if that rises to the level that they would actually throw a flag on. I don't I just haven't seen
0: very much of that. And look, I know they're flag happy in college. Yeah. Absolutely. So like if this was the NFL, I, I don't think you'd ever see a flag thrown for anything for high-fiving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although Unless you take somebody's phone who's your personal videographer and <laughs> do a backflip, that apparently. Well, they're very specific a, about props. Right. They're very specific <laughs> they are. about props. That is, that is true. Um, but in this case, I was just like, huh. Like, I, I enjoy the, the, the energy. I do. Yeah. I enjoy. It'll be, it'll be fun to the, watch. The um, enthusiasm of this team as they're playing the game whether that's something you want them to do moving forward that's fine yeah um and if it is a if it is like a true penalty and something that gets uh you know knocked often right for for any team's purpose then yeah a great teaching moment but um I would hope they also said like hey don't do that again but also like wasn't that pretty fun? Yeah, like, or what, just like what, wasn't that fun to do? Or just like wait till you get in the end zone, right? Like score for and, me and first, you know. I think that's what it co- boils yeah. down to: yeah. is get into the end zone, then, then high celebrate. five, yeah, and then come to the sideline. And if
1: you get penalized for it, then then we know, the and
0: then we don't, you know, we don't do it in the future. But Justin Alvana will still put it in the back of the end zone, and we're fine.
1: You don't want to cost yourself a score, obviously, and they didn't in that case.
0: But it, it kind of goes.
1: It reminds me a lot of baseball players right you have a a lot of latin american players are way more exuberant when playing the game than american-born players they just it's the diff it's a different culture around the the sport Mm In growing up in Latin America versus growing up here, It's kind of like the broadcast. Yeah, I mean, we both, yeah, we both played baseball growing up. Like it's a very, you know, like buttoned up, play the play the game the right way. Like don't show up your opponent, all that kind of stuff.
0: Unless it's bottom of the ninth inning, you need yeah. to run, and then and you, you lead off with a double. Yeah. Then you get on second base, and you you flex on them. Yeah. And-
1: <laughs> but even then, there's some people that would be like, oh, you don't want to show people or whatever. And then you've got. Latin American players that play the game with a ton of joy, right? Mm -hmm. They play a ton of energy, a ton of joy, and I think it's more fun to watch because even like a Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper gets a lot of crap for the way he acts on the field. I'm not sure I've ever seen him do anything actually wrong just things that people don't love necessarily
0: right rounding third blowing the pitcher a kiss that's something that it's like yeah, so like i wouldn't really and like that's condone where, behavior like that but you're not also going to get tossed from the game for doing that and that's where
1: there's kind of this line between celebrating and playing with joy versus showing up an opponent right mm. round and throw a third blowing a kiss that's showing up an opponent opponent uh, going and flexing on second base to your dugout is mm-hmm. celebrating and playing with joy, right? Or, or
0: the train or,
1: yeah, whatever you know, the, the bow and arrow, whatever Yeah, whatever is. the little, like, October postseason thing that they've decided to do. Um, like, there's a there's like, a... The
0: Cardinals used to do the pepper shaker. Exactly,
1: yeah. Like, there's a fine line, but I think everybody knows mm-hmm. what it is, right? To me, this was Nebraska playing with joy and celebrating with their teammates and having a good time. In there, the moment. There wasn't a Purdue player in sight to taunt mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Right. And so they were doing that for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I I just and I appreciate Matt rules acknowledged this a little bit where he says things like, hey, you know, I know my initial instinct is to be old school and. But, you know, if, if that helps them play good and that gets them in the right mindset, then, then maybe I, I can learn a little bit. I love that he mentions
0: Julie often Yeah, and saying, like, hey, Julie's like, no, let them have fun. Yeah, like, or like, you hey, need to have more fun. Quit
1: being a jerk. Yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> um, yeah, when you body surf, like, that's fun. Yeah. You need to have more fun.
1: And that is, again, that's celebrating. It's playing with joy. It's, it's enjoying your team mm-hmm. and your teammates versus showing up an opponent. I'm all for playing with joy. Like, I, what's the point? If like, what's the point of doing all this if you're not having a good time? I mean, it's the same thing with doing these shows, right? Unless you're having a good time, like, what's the point about talking about sports every day? When was the last time Nebraska was five and three? <sighs> um, uh, so I think I'm trying to remember. I think there was a year under Frost where they started four and two, and then collapsed on the way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, last time I they think, were five uh, and three. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I. That's a good question.
0: Mike Riley years. I know they were at least they were 7-0 under Mike Riley in 2016. Okay? So so when they had 5 wins, maybe maybe we just go with that, okay? Yeah, I think had 5
1: wins and a winning record. I think they might What's have that? done it once under Frost, but the Nebraska been has been
0: abused. Yeah. Over the course of the past 5-6 seasons, right? Have, has been abused. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a moment like this and you're having a season full of fun, you're you're 4 and 3 in a football game where this touchdown put you up was it 14 nothing, 21 nothing? Uh so that was 21 nothing. That was 21 nothing. You know your defense has playing, been playing lights out. Mm-hmm. They haven't been a they haven't been rewarded with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I, that's and this was special teams but a lot it was defensive guys. It was Quentin right, Newsome, right. Tommy Hill I think was the one running with him. You, you have takeaways but they never led to points. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe your offense- And they're just now starting to get the takeaways the field, too. Right, yeah. and so you're having a lot of fun in this game because you, Tommy Hill had a pick, mm-hmm. right? It was an underthrown ball from Card because he threw it into the wind, but he had a pick. So Tommy Hill gets his pick, right? Mm-hmm. Then Tommy Hill blocks the punt, right? So Tommy Hill is all excited. Quentin Newsom catches it on the run. That hardly happens. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hardly happens in football. Normally it's a guy that just falls on it and your offense takes over from that spot.
1: Yeah, or it's a scoop and score even, but like but to this actually was in just catch it out of the air. This yeah. was in
0: stride like he was catching a punt, which maybe Quentin Newsom should be catching punts for this team. <laughs> Ed Foley did speak yesterday, maybe uh, we can uh, start special teams player of the week on punt returns yeah. now. <laughs> Who knows. I don't know. Maybe I'm just throwing things out there. Whatever. But in stride, he runs into the house. The two guys high-five each other because they've been in tandem all season. They, these, are the, these are the two guys in the secondary that need to work hand-in-hand because they play mm-hmm. the same position, mm-hmm. right? So, all in all, I, I, I really tried to take the approach of, okay, if I saw my team do this, mm-hmm. if I saw my baseball team do something, how would I – Go about it, mm-hmm. and you know, I was I, I was sort of easy because I'm energy. I'm mm-hmm. all energy, and if it doesn't have an effect on the game, like if it doesn't lead to a, a penalty, penalty or, or yeah. in, in baseball, a. Uh, an ejection or, or, or something of that nature, even if it was a warning, I'd be like, all right, whatever, it's a warning, yeah, who just don't do it again. Yeah. Uh, but if it didn't lead to something greater that impacted the team, I think I'd be okay with it. I think I'd yeah. be all for it, and I don't know if I would even address it. So that, to me, made, it, made me realize that Tony White must have seen this before because he's not somebody just to say it to say it. I wouldn't think he, he's so. He's not going to make up a consequence. Unless it was something that
1: Coach Rule really didn't like and he asked him to address it.
0: But I think he would have said, we don't do that here. Yeah. Not, hey, the offense may have had to come out on the 35-yard line because you could have had a flag thrown on you. So I am trusting in – the honesty that I've seen from this coaching staff from the very beginning, mm-hmm. that they wouldn't just make something up like this to diminish their players' joy. They would say it as, hey, that was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Robbie, did you have fun doing that? I well, hey, we don't do that. Yeah. like I-, I know you guys pulled something off that is very rare in football to do, but wait until you're in the end zone. I was like, wait I, until you're back on the sideline. That's why, to me, it was like, hey, he, he had to have seen this before. I, yeah,
1: you would imagine. I, I think the key there is just like, hey, just wait till you get to the end zone. Celebrate, point to your family, high-five each other, whatever. Just make sure you score first, um, which I can understand that. I, I, think, I think Rule's done a better job of kind of checking himself and be like, okay, does this actually matter is this just my old-school mindset? And if it doesn't actually matter, then why am I harping on the guys about it? Um, which is something I appreciate because a lot, of, a lot of coaches especially will kind of have these arbitrary rules and the way they like to do things, and they won't admit that that's what it is, right? Which, listen, every coach has those, right? Every coach has, hey, I just want to do this a certain way, whatever. And sometimes it's for a very specific reason because it translates directly to something else, and sometimes it's like, ah, this is my preference, mm-hmm. right? And it's okay to have both reasons, right? But don't pass off the preferences as the non-negotiables. If Matt Rule has a preference like, hey, man, I just don't like, I don't really like the celebrating. Like, just tell your team that, be honest with them, and say, hey, that's not really for me. And that's not really how I want to do things here. And guys will respect that. And if they don't, then, you know, maybe they don't have the buy-in, and then you have other conversations, right? But if it's something where, I appreciate that he hasn't looked at the the high five or the celebrating or, you know, he's mentioned pointing to family members and stuff in the stands and stuff before. And I appreciate that he's not passing that stuff off as the non-negotiables. They're prep. They're his preferences. And he's reevaluating his preferences on the fly. It seems like, because he's like, well, if this helps my team play better, why would I, why Mm -hmm. would I not allow it to happen? Now, this is a little different because it happened on the field of play during a play. um, So I get that, but there's just too many coaches out there that will draw a line in the sand over stuff that doesn't matter. And I guess I, I just appreciate that Rule doesn't seem to be doing that here, although the high five thing, it seems like, did test, test
0: him yeah, a little bit just, more. just a little bit. And, you know. When it's our time to go play ball, we go play ball. Until it happens, mm-hmm. like, until a flag is thrown on that, I'd probably let them keep doing it. Probably. Like, if it was me coaching, I'd say, well, like, that wasn't flagged. Or I'd look it up and be like, has this gotten flagged often? Is yeah. Is this something that would get flagged? Is it something like, you could, they, could, right. they even
1: should throw um, a flag on?
0: Because I, I'm with Tony White. I'd rather have six points yeah. than try to get six points. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Especially, you know, the offense has struggled some. Like, you don't necessarily want to put them in that position. Just, hey, go get the points. Um, but no, But I, I think it's, it's, it's a fair thing to bring up if you're Tony White, but I also like in general that they've allowed guys to kind of be themselves and, and play within their personalities and, and show a little bit of joy there uh, because, again, what's the point of doing all this if you're not going to have a good time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like at the end of the day, that's what sports are for, right? Mm-hmm. To have a good time, to, to entertain us, to, to bring us joy in our lives. <laughs> like, and there's very few things like it that can do that. I love watching Nebraska be happy when they play football. You know how many years it's been since, it's, since Nebraska's looked happy playing football? It's been a really long time. And if Nebraska appears to be happy playing football, that makes everybody watching Nebraska play football happier. Like, it's good for the, <laughs> it's and, good and,
0: for the whole state. Have a and Especially <laughs> around the league, around college football as a whole, people recognize that, hey, Nebraska's playing with a different edge this year. Yeah, Nebraska's playing with a different fire. And I know people say this
1: because it's where they're from or whatever, but I believe it about a lot of different teams. College football is a better place when Nebraska's good. It just is. Like, I like when the – listen, I like a Cinderella and an upstart story as much as anybody. That's part of the reason I love the NCAA tournament so much Mm -hmm. in basketball. But in college football as well, like, I love it when Coastal Carolina was coming up and, and knocking on people's heads with Jamie Chadwell, right? But I also love when Nebraska and Oklahoma and Michigan right. and USC yeah, yeah, yeah. and Florida State and all these blue bloods are good at fo- are good at football because it just it it makes the sport feel like the way it's supposed. Well,
0: to. Well, it's kind of like the World Series right now, right? Yeah. And I'm with you because I'm I'm probably more on the side of I'd rather have Cinderellas versus in the, the pros. Blue I usually do. Um, yeah, and. Because of this example, I think it fits perfectly to what you were saying. I believe game three, was it, Mm -hmm. of the World Series, maybe it was game one. It was either one or three. 9.7 million people watched it on TV, which was like an all-time low Mm -hmm. for World Series watchers. I think it was game one Mm -hmm. uh, between the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Which ended up being an incredible game. Which was a great game, right. But uh, you look at it, and you're like, huh. Like this is one that like it seemed like a lot of people were interested in, right? Texas and Arizona, not normally here, mm-hmm. but then you think about it and you're like, well, the the past World Series included who? The Dodgers, Dodgers. the Astros, mm-hmm. uh, the Phillies probably draw a, yeah, a decent are, crowd. The Braves uh, have a good. The Braves have, a huge have contingent, right? And so. Well, the Braves may be a little more one-off, but they have a big area, like a big population of baseball fans. Yeah, and
1: I think so for people my age, the Braves are a big deal because every game was on TBS. Like every game when you could come home, it was like the Cubs and WGN. If you had cable, you could watch the Braves or the Cubs pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people throughout the country became Braves fans or Cubs fans because – it's just the thing you could watch all the time. Like before MLB TV, before extra innings, before all that, there, you had like this nationwide phenomenon in the 90s of Cubs and Braves fans, and the Braves were really, really good in the 90s, so you kind of had that, you know, if you wanted to root for a good team and watch them all the time, the Braves were kind of your option.
0: Right, so the point I'm making here is there's a difference between your interests and the interests of the population. Yeah. And your interests may be, hey, I like Cinderella's, mm-hmm. like me. But the interest of the population, instead of 9.7 million, that may have said 13 million yeah. or 15 million or something like that, just because you're hitting bigger markets mm-hmm. that will just watch that team because that team's from their hometown. Yeah, you have, you get the casual fan more with the with the big markets. So, than the bigger teams. so it goes back to what we're talking about with Nebraska. Like, Nebraska doesn't have the big market, mm-hmm. right? They come from a state, a small state like us, where it's, hey— people here live breathe die Nebraska but they don't do that anywhere else however what people do remember is those great Nebraska mm-hmm. teams that won national championships right growing yeah. up and so if you are living in New Mexico if you are living in Tennessee mm-hmm. if you are living in Maine wherever you're living you probably remember hey Nebraska's a really good football team. Yeah, the brand. And once you start seeing them back in the top mm-hmm. 25, what's that going to do? It's like nostalgia. Yeah. Right? It's nostalgic to see your, that, that team like, oh, my gosh, they're competitive again. I'm excited to see how far they go. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if they can take that jump, that leap, yeah. instead of it's being exciting. in the top 25. Or, or t- like, top 24, 25, now they're, like, 15, 16, now they're 9, 10, now they're 4, th- 4, 5. Like, you want Nebraska to make that leap because all that does is bring back, well, well hopefully good memories. But, uh, you know, just <laughs> memories the part of the, country memories memories of yeah. the past, yeah. right? Memories of, you know, the good old days, as, as people kind of say it. Think about this for a second, Robbie. If Nebraska wins out, if Nebraska plays on New Year's, mm-hmm. not only— would they be playing in January? Mm-hmm. But they could be 24th in the country. They could be 23rd in the country at nine and three. Oh, I think they'd, they'd be uh, whoa. higher than that if they're. And and that, that's that's yeah. a chance too. But yeah. kind of what I'm saying here is, with three losses, we may see for the first time in a long time a little bitty number. Yeah. Next to Nebraska's name on the broadcast. I
1: think there's a chance if they go up to Michigan State and win in any kind of convincing fashion, that they'll receive votes next week. I don't think they'll be in the top 25, but I think if they go and beat Michigan State in convincing fashion, that they'll be in the receiving votes. Like I, th- I think we're getting pretty close to that point, because you look at, okay, that would be having won six of your last seven, the only losses to Michigan, and having won four in a row, you'd be in a neighborhood where people are going to start looking at you as a potentially ranked team which I don't no one was even dreaming about at the start of the season. Like not even a whisper. People were banking for six. Yeah, just a bowl game. Just just six. Uh, and to be fair, I'd still be happy with just six in a bowl game. Now there's way more on the table now, so I'm not going to limit them to that. Kind of like coach Rule talked about the other day. It's like one more. I don't want just one more. I don't I don't want to just win one more game. They got four games left. I want to win more than one more, right? But, you know, this is a this is a team that did not have aspir like externally did not have aspirations of being ranked this year. Externally did not really have aspirations of make of winning the Big Ten West this year. It was just, hey, let's not be a disaster. Let's clean things up a little bit. Let's get to a bowl game for the first time since twenty sixteen. You know, let's let's maybe just show a little bit of progress. And they've done it's create a foundation. A heck of a lot more than just show a little bit, a bit of progress. They've shown a ton of progress. And honestly, again, going back to the thing we were talking about earlier, it's actually been fun to watch. And I know, like, I, I talked to a bunch of people that are Husker fans during games and stuff. We're texting back and forth. Some of it's on Twitter, but a lot of it's just texting with people that I know. And there's some people that are like, man, I, I really have a hard time watching this team because of all the mistakes, right? And I get that. I totally understand that There's some really sloppy stuff in there. It can be really frustrating. It's a challenge. But for me, watching this team overcome all those mistakes has been so much fun. Like I love the fact that, you know, it, it does kind of remind me of the two thousand nine team minus a, a one transcendent defender like and Sue, But where you just you knew the offense wasn't gonna give you a whole lot. But the defense, you just had so much confidence in them. You're like, it doesn't matter where mm-hmm. we put them. It does, if the offense gives them anything at all, you feel like you might be able to be to come away with a victory. And so far, that's that's what's happened. I, I understand this is not um, this team's not going to end up with the same record as that as that 2009 team, obviously. But they might end up playing in the conference championship game. They uh, they they might end up playing in, in a quality bowl game. This is a team that there's way more on the table for them than any of us imagined at the start of the season. And like you said, it's been a lot of fun. Like Nebraska football being fun is probably the best part about this season so far. And
0: in the, in the parts of last season, two seasons ago, three, four, five seasons ago that weren't fun, Felt like
1: forever to get through.
0: Oh, yeah. Felt like such a job I mean, to sit down yeah. and watch. But it, now? Now you look forward to Saturday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the games every week.
1: You know how long it's been since that happened? Like, you kind of look forward to it, and then part of the back of your mind's like, oh, no, Please not don't do again. it again. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we'll set up the show and get to more of our sports radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities.